world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind Live the Second the Amendment land that freedom Iron forgot. Curtain, in the, the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun for Hire Radio, the voice of one million welcome, New Jersey welcome, gun Welcome, welcome, welcome. I got a couple hosts, of things Sandy I want to discuss. Number one is I have Anthony a Calandra. knife from Brian Mendu of by Design, tactical folder of the year. I don't know, like four out of five years at the Blade Show. First thing everybody says when I post this arch nemesis from Sharp by Design is like, uh, you know, that's double-sided. It's illegal in New Jersey. What is not illegal in New Jersey? <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, wait, I know. See, so it's illegal for me to carry this double-edged knife, but it would be legal if an illegal was carrying it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, is, mm -hmm. is that is that how that works? Yes, yeah, staggers, stilettos, as long as you are crawling across the border. Yeah, we you don't even get checked for COVID. No, not at all. You don't even have to wear a mask. Well, there is no exposure to COVID whatsoever. It's magical. Exactly. So we, the third tier, continue to get shit on. So before I tell you my announcement, I, I wanted to talk about this. So NewJersey.com had an article. How should New Jersey spend its billions in federal aid? So I want you to understand how democracy works now in a banana republic. Yep. All right. New Jersey is looking for suggestions from residents on how to spend the $6.2 in federal aid as a result of the pandemic. Which before the Kung flu, we were $10 billion <laughs> in the hole. Isn't that magical? Correct. About a third of the money has already been committed to things like rental assistance, yes, utility or relief, yes. special ed programs, HVAC improvements in schools and child care centers. Oh, great. What about yes. lowering my freaking taxes? How about that? The suggestions in Trenton on what to do with the the oh. other two-thirds of the $6.2 You ready? The number one suggestion in Trenton? Yeah. Gun violence intervention. Of course. Why not? Gun violence intervention. That's great. Crisis intervention organizations. More fat, right, to go to the yeah. administrators. Sure. Hazard pay for essential workers. I'm good with that, by the way. Oh, yeah. That's Many people worked around the clock during the COVID, putting yep. themselves and their family at risk. Mm -hmm. Bravo. There's, there's one earmark right now I agree with, all right? Yep. Grants for small businesses. That's two that I agree yeah. with. Okay. okay. Assistance for it there. Correct. Assistance for illegal immigrants. Eh, I don't agree with it. Yeah. Come here legally like all of my friends and family members did. That's right. Okay? And be able to prove that you can stand on your own two feet and that you have a job and, and have gainful employment and are not going to be a drain on our society. Here's one I don't agree with. Back to work bonuses for businesses oh, to attract on. workers. Let's create the situation of uh, paying people to stay at home on their ass and play video games. And then how do we solve the crisis that we just created ourselves? Ooh, more money. Let's pay them too. Correct. Nowhere among these current appropriations or suggestions put forth at the hearing did we hear the words tax relief. <laughs> Okay. And you're not gonna. How how out of touch are oh, they? We so have six point two billion dollars. What about cutting property taxes yep. for people? The highest Six... property taxes in the country. 
So we've reached the point where it pays more to be an illegal immigrant in the state of New Jersey than a resident, middle-class worker, and taxpayer. All right, I, how long have I been talking about the oh, three forever. tiers? Forever. 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 But people do not wake up. I'm telling you right now, I have this knife in my possession. If a law-abiding citizen was stopped with this knife, they'd be locked up for it. If it was an illegal, they would be sent on their way. If it was a criminal, they'd be subjected to no bail reform, no this, no that, no that, and they'd walk right back out on the street again, released on their own recognizance. Somebody like me, holy shit. I would lose all my rights again. Right. Like I do all the time for everybody out there. Uh, If you haven't heard that story, go back to episode (laughs) something, something, something. I don't even remember what it was anymore. it was a saga. It lasted quite a while. So let let me tell you what happened. Uh, I had a little... uh, Hey, look, a half a million bucks fixed it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) $600,000 I spent in legal fees. A lot of lawyers built additions on their homes. $600,000. If I didn't have it, I would be in prison right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be my next book is going to be unintended, unintended consequences, uh, owning a firearm in uh, a battleground state behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain, what they can do to someone when oh, there's yeah. guns and there's uh, oh, yeah. marital problems or yeah. divorce or, uh, or just threats. Animus. Yeah. Yeah. In the state like New Jersey, we encourage using criminal allegations to gain advantages in a civil case. It's encouraged by the entire judiciary and the lawyers on both sides. Mm -hmm. So uh, put forth false claims and uh, ruin said person's life. And how a corrupt legal system can work together. um, Yeah, we won't won't get into that. Okay, moving on. So, you know, uh, two years ago, July 5th, I met Tracy on a date. We met online on axemurderer.com. Nice. And, yeah, she was my first pick. Great. And uh, so we met and uh, fell in love, and it's been two great years. She's a hard worker, a lot of friends, big uh, circle of, of friends professionally and personally, and uh, good family and everything. So um, we had an idea. She had an idea, and I agreed to it. So February, for my 60th birthday, we were supposed to have a surprise 60th birthday for me at the Grove in Cedar Grove. And Jason Chikowski is the general manager of the Grove. It's a platinum member here. Uh, the agreement with Tracy was, you're in the party planning business, so if you want to do this party, I want nothing to do with it because I'm busy trying to get Mount Gummore open. Right. So she agreed. So we booked it for February, and COVID squashed that. So we booked it again for April, and and COVID COVID squashed squashed that. Yeah. So we booked it for July, and it looked like we we fell right under the window because Delta variant is coming. That's so we can right. have mail in balloting again. The Delta. Yes, for mail for mail in balloting. No, of uh, course. So uh, what? Here's what happened. So about 110 people showed up Saturday night. And Tracy and I walked in, and everybody yelled surprise to me, surprise, happy birthday. And I, was, I acted surprised, even though I was in on this. Because we all it's thought it was, it was a surprise party for you. Correct. Because Which worked out really well, because I got a shitload of gifts. <laughs> a shitload of gifts. <laughs> That's great. Okay? So now, uh, we mingle for about 15 minutes, and Tracy disappears. And I go up to the podium, and I uh, thank everybody for showing up tonight, friends and family, far and wide, blah, 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 blah. And then I said, you know what? Tonight is full of surprises. Uh, I have another surprise. And I'm like, hey, babe, you want to get married? And uh, (laughs) Tracy pops out the back door at the Grove with a wedding dress on with her brother walking her down the aisle. (laughs) 
That's great. And our friend Annette uh, officiated the wedding. We said our vows. And so it turned into a wedding. So a uh, surprise 60th birthday party turned into a pop-up wedding. A pop-up wedding. wedding. So, <laughs> Only you. <laughs> it was her idea. <laughs> I just I went I went along with it. I, it was it was a phenomenal night. A Listen, I want idea. to thank everybody. What a great idea. Yeah. So you know we had a great night. My Range Rover was full of gifts. Thank you all. <laughs> I have a cigar box full of gift cards that oh, I didn't wow. even go through yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, restaurants, all, all kinds of stuff. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go through. It. So I did really well. But anyway, we're not going anywhere for our honeymoon because being married to me is a honeymoon for her every day. Oh, How yeah, is that good? Yeah, oh, yeah. Great. I'm such a, yeah, I'm such a uh, pleasure. <laughs> you know, between my bad hip, my bad knee, and my bad back, she <laughs> tells everybody I have no resale value. She's pretty much just deteriorating <laughs> quickly. You couldn't trade me for a Yugo or a Trabant. <laughs> that's and true. you could Google those to that's, see what they are. That's right. Exactly right. We know what they are. So anyway, no honeymoon plans right now because we're noticing that the lockdowns are going. We're playing hopscotch with lockdowns yeah. now. Yep, we are. And I'm telling you right now, I've read a lot, and all of these lockdowns are coming because they mail-in balloting was so effective for last year's election oh, yes. cycle. They want to do it again this year. So even though the, the, the rate of deaths and everything hasn't climbed, the transmission rate has climbed with all of these new variants. Our politicians and, and the masters of the universe, they're savvy enough to know mm -hmm. that we have to put this threat out so that by September, October, we can get to that point uh, where we can implement lockdowns again. Because right now what will happen is all the election committees will start saying, well, we better prepare yeah. for mail-in yeah, balloting because it's now. too dangerous yes, to go to a poll. Oh, my goodness, yeah. So get ready for it. Uh, the masters of the universe will make sure we, we don't, we're only told what we need to know. Why don't we just vote at uh, Antifa and BML, BLM rallies? We could do that. Yeah, i got to read safe. this. I got to read this article that's near and dear to me. <clears throat> uh, John Petrolino wrote it for Bearing Arms, and it, it's gone viral, and I think it's really, really great. In February of 2015, Tony Simon had a vision. Being a newly minted gun owner in New Jersey, the former Marine jumped right. Tony doesn't jump, John, by the way. <laughs> Marine jumped right into gun ownership with both feet. After seeing that his skills decayed a little over time, Simon trained and trained some more and then trained to become a trainer. To Simon, it was not just about proficiency with firearms, but activism. Born and raised in Virginia, now living in New Jersey, Simon quickly became acquainted with the ridiculous laws in the Garden State. He knew uh, one of the only ways to change the political climate was to raise awareness and educate. Simon started the second is for everyone diversity suit. Uh, shoot. So when Tony approached me about doing this in 2005, he tells everybody the story. He came up to me with the idea. I'm like, yep, you can use my place, whatever you need, whatever you want to do. Yeah. He's like, uh, that's it? I'm like, yeah, just let me know the dates and, and we'll set it up. So uh, so it's blown up now. And uh, yeah, oh, he did write that. Teaming up with Anthony from Gunfire Range, Simon hosted his first diversity shoot in 15. I can't believe it. it's been six years. I can't years. either. Yeah, that's incredible. Mm. And uh, the interest is blown. Now he's going all over the country, by the way, doing diversity shoots. Oh, that's fantastic. And, you know, he just gets he has the backing of CNJFO, Association of Rifle and Pistol Clubs, and, and somebody else. And, you know, he's gone. Uh, he's been speaking down in Trenton, 
and DC with us forever as yeah. well, you know, for the past six years. So he's always one um, of the familiar fa familiar few yeah, who show for, up. Yeah. For you who don't know Tony Simon, Tony Simon is a Marine. And uh, he's African-American. He's a big boy. He's like, he likes to say pound for pound. He's the largest uh, firearms instructor in the United States. Uh, and he, he's married. And uh, he he's just did a, a great guy. Yeah, he's, he's, he's done phenomenal. With, and we just had our first one in July back here because of COVID. And now we're setting up dates for August, September, October, November, December, whatever. He considers this home, which I love to hear that. I'm so glad to be a part of it from the beginning. But the way it works with 2A4E, he doesn't care your religion, color, sexual persuasion. We don't care about any of that. Just like customers at my range, I could care, right. care right. less. Yeah, exactly. But he's... Uh, He's phenomenal, uh, phenomenal guy, phenomenal energy for a big guy, and uh, I wish him all the luck in the future, and I'm here for him for anything he needs. He's a larger-than-life person and a larger-than-life personality, so Tony, uh, keep doing what you do. We need to reach out and uh, continue to break those uh, stereotypes. So last week I said I was going to have an announcement about Pennsylvania. I'd like to renege that announcement. Okay. On the New Jersey Firearms uh, Syndicate Association page, somebody found a loophole. They found a sheriff's office in uh, PA that was giving uh, non-resident carry permits just based on your New Jersey Firearms ID card because that is like a per carry permit because it allows you to carry your guns from the range and stuff. Right. So the first, like, 30 or 40 people that went and applied got their carry permit, and then they got a – of course, they got – crushed with calls yep. and then they said okay we can only you can only do it by making appointments so they started making appointments and then the sheriff announced that they're waiting for clarification from the ag in pennsylvania now mm -hmm. so they're not taking any new jersey residents for a pennsylvania non-resident carry permit is it the same sheriff that used to do it before <coughs> and then stopped yes same county yeah yes so uh so anyway, uh, I'm sure the AG in, in PA, who's no gun Ugh. friend, is going to rule that it's not good. But it uh, it was short-lived, and that was going to be my big announcement because I was going to tell everybody, go slow. Let's like do it by alphabetical order or something. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like a, a, I could tell you stories on how we've lost rights in New Jersey because the mob raged and called the state police or emailed or whatever. Yeah, it happens. Right, exactly. It happens. Yeah, it, happens it happens a lot. A lot. It's very strange that our, the gun community does do that, and, and and it doesn't stick together in many many cases either. It's correct it's infighting. Yeah, uh, I have. A, there's an anniversary to also announce today. Knife rights is 15 years wow. old. That's incredible. Okay, it seems like mm. Doug started that like yesterday. They have changed so many laws. Oh they have goodness, changed yes. so many yeah. preemption laws yeah. in, in numerous states. D Doug and Sue kick ass. And, of course, Todd Rathner's their lobbyist. And yeah. Evan Knappen helps them out. And Dan Schmutter helps them out. And Scott Bach helps them out. It's always the same, yep. all of us heavy same lifters that rotate play. through, you yeah, know. Exactly. And uh, But let me tell you. Uh, I'm 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 honored to be a life member of Knife Rights. I'm honored to uh, 
contribute every year uh, to their Ultimate Steel Challenge. I make a donation and I, I, I win prizes. Uh, last year was the first year I didn't win anything. But the year before, I won like four nights. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, and if I don't win anything this year, that's fine. But I've gotten a lot of people um, wired into it. So check out Knife Rights Ultimate Steel Challenge. If you're a knife maker and you're listening to this, they accept donations uh, for those challenges as well. So, uh, yeah. So you want a more uh, more proof of the first, second, and third tier? Listen to this tier, third tier. Louisiana judge says criminals, including convicted sex attackers and rapists, can skip their sentencing and community service if they get the COVID vaccine. Okay. Judge Fred Crifasi is allowing individuals on probation and community service to skip it if they get the coronavirus vaccine oh great so remember i used to talk all the time start judging the judges yeah you know he if he has kids they're not out in the public yeah he lives in a gated community and sends his kids to private school or whatever and uh yeah you can guarantee that one thousand one thousand percent and uh so this is what we deal with and i say all the time start judging the judges so there's another example the third tier right we the first tier uh we the the third tier we would get locked up right the second (laughs) tier the criminals and the scum and the illegals you know oh here get the vaccine and we'll drop your charges and you can go back out and molest young kids again but at least you won't transmit COVID to them while you're True. sexually well, you're, abusing them uh, yeah but now ooh, the vaccine doesn't work apparently mm. you know i i haven't watched more than two minutes of the olympics and i see this young gymnast the united states i think it's simone or simon yes. bills or whatever she dropped out because she said she had to twisties or something when she was up in the air she kind of forgot her her bearings and everything and she's had some uh, mental uh, stress issues and people are criticizing her my philosophy is shut up yeah i haven't seen it either but 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 no but from what i've seen or read listen internally she was one of the girls that was molested by that doctor yeah you don't know exactly and and the fbi did nothing for like three years well, he continued to molest the kids until it blew up because they were busy investigating other Americans or unmasking us or whatever the hell is going on. So you don't know what's going on in her head. This girl has numerous gold medals. She's competed all of her life. And um, she's having a rough time, whether it's focusing, mental or whatever. Maybe she lost confidence in herself because she got, they call it the twisty, Sandy. When, you, when you're up in the air spinning, yeah. And you forget where's up and where's down, which can be very dangerous because you could <gasps> land head first yeah. and break your neck or something. Yeah, yeah. So for all of us fat pig Americans that are sitting home with Cheeto stains on your fingers and you who stains on your shirt criticizing <laughs> her for being soft and not continued and compete, shut up. Right. We do not know what she is struggling with inside, all right? I'm yeah. sure if she was feeling it, she'd be out there knocking out more gold medals, right? right? Exactly. So leave her alone. I mean, I can't believe people criticize everything. Oh, yeah. Well, everything today. We have uh, a lot of people with a lot of time on their hands. You know, it's um, funny. I had a friend who, a uh, friend and mentor from very many years who used to say, uh, if you treat everybody you meet as if they were hurting down deep inside on a level that you couldn't see, nine times out of ten, you'd probably be right. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, you know, it's just we're at this point. This is the woke generation uneven both sides. Right. We read yeah. one blurb right. about this little girl and, you know, who's being, you know, like, oh, she couldn't handle the pressure. She couldn't handle the pressure. This girl's competed on the international stage almost half of her life. Right. Do any of us think we can do that? Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Most of these people have they have phone call anxiety today because everything has to be texted. Yeah, right. Right? Right. <laughs> phone call. Yeah, you know, Joe, pick up the phone and call. What? Can I just text it? No. Oh, okay. This but girl's been all, all over the world competing against the best of the best, knocking them out. Okay? Right, right. All right. We want to talk about something that you shouldn't do. Okay? A retired defense contractor admitted to firing several shots from a handgun outside his Carlstadt, New Jersey home because his neighbors were having a loud party. What? Yes. David Knoll had no previous history of trouble, okay? And Knoll, 62 for his part, told the judge he didn't intend to kill or frighten, it, to kill or frighten anyone with his 22 caliber handgun, but realized he'd broken the law, okay? And he got 364 days in jail. <sighs> Detectives obtained a search warrant, did a more thorough search, and found an assault rifle, which uh, we know is wrong. Which is wrong. Yeah, eighty high-capacity magazines and five handguns, including the handgun he used outside. Eight also, zero. Eight uh, zero. I'm, I'm sorry. Eight high-capacity oh, magazines. Okay. They also found you ready. Eighty rounds of two two three. Oh ammo. my God. As well as nine millimeter rounds, three eighty rounds, and twenty two caliber rounds. Wow. Okay, but That's here's the, incredible. Yeah. That's now an he armory. did. Yeah, he didn't have a firearms ID card. He purchased the guns legally oh, while he was living in Virginia. Way. No, which is fine. Yeah. Okay, he was in the county jail for two months already. See, see how how is it that he didn't right. get bail? Right. Right. So he's the third tier, right? So he's never been in trouble with the law. He's a defense contractor. He screws up. He shoots a couple of rounds in the air, whatever. I don't know. I'm not defending his actions, but I'm defending what I'm defending him is why did he spend two months in jail? Yeah, well, gangbanger. Uh, correct. Released uh, ROR. Yeah. Correct. I I'm telling you, it's not a gun issue for you people out there. Share stuff like this with your friends and family. It's us against them. It's us against them. Yeah, exactly right. You know, um, <laughs> we're having gun buybacks this weekend in Passaic County. Oh, good. Is yeah, it going to be held at gun stores that you bought them at? Like yeah, you no. bought it and you return it at the gun store that you purchased it at? Or What do you say? We're destroying our history, right? Yeah. We're They're paying up to $250 for an assault weapon. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Up to $250 by destroying our history. This is when all the junk gets turned in. Okay? So, so basically, I could take a, um, like a cracked um, AR um, lower and bring it in and get 250 bucks. Correct. Oh, correct. Destroying our history, doing nothing to fight crime. Right. Whatsoever. Yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, because the gangbangers are not bringing in their, their, uh, uh, you know, Mac tens. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so again, Murphy is strongly recommending masks, but he did not mandate it yet. Yet. As the election gets closer, um, so they, will be, they will be. They will be. They will be mandated as the election gets closer, for sure. Yeah. 
you know, and even That's the Biden administration. Correct. Even the Biden administration admitted that um, right now the existing travel restrictions are at this point, uh, but uh, it's going to get tighter and tighter unless you're an illegal immigrant. If you're if you come in from the southern border, you're fine. You don't have to worry. We'll put you on planes. We'll put 70, 80, 100 of you on a plane. And we'll pay for it. And, and we'll ship you somewhere. Catholic Charities is sponsoring this, as well as a yeah. few other religious charities. Leftist organizations. Yes, because it's all about bringing money in, because every person has a price tag on their head of how much the charities are going to get by putting these people up in towns without our permission, by the way. Right, right. You know, the Did American people have no say. Room at any small, uh, <laughs> any small yeah. area? You can't, you know, uh, we as American citizens, we have no say no. in who comes in and out of our country. Mm-hmm. We're not allowed to have any say. Shut up, you're a racist. That's right. what we're told, right? Right, of course. That's why the Canadian border is still shut down. But you can walk across the southern border. And most of the people walking across the southern border are not South or Central American, by the way. And no. Uh-uh. Nope. No. But also our border, we're not any Cubans that take a boat no, from, no, uh, no. from Cuba will be turned turn back. back. Turn them back. Correct. We, they vote wrong. Correct. And they're only, you know, escaping true communism. Um, uh, so, uh, you're such a racist. I know. And when they get back, they have <laughs> a lot said of fun. I know. There'll be a big welcoming committee, I hear. You know, they oh, oh, yeah, right into the gulag or whatever yeah, they call be, it there. It'll be fun. The big party. Throw a big party. You know, uh, cook up some of those rodents. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't, uh, I don't follow the ACLU anymore because you know, obviously, they have their favorite uh, amendments in the Bill like of it, Rights and everything. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, they're allowed to do that, but the uh, the ACLU takes aim at the Bill of Rights by tapping experts to explain how racism is foundational in the Second Amendment. Okay. Okay, yeah, and. I just, I just, I just, I just don't get it. You know, like there's, listen, if the Second Amendment was written that all men are created equal and everything back when when there was slavery, I understand that. But we didn't carry that forward, right? Right. And so now the gun control laws we have now are racist and classist. Yes. And the the Second Amendment. have always been based on racism. They, they started out as Jim Crow laws, and they are still Jim Crow laws. That is the modern-day Jim Crow law. You know, historical racism is in the exclusion of certain classes from the people to whom the right belongs. Uh, right. The racism is in the watering down and arbitrarily limiting of the right, not, you know, not in its full realization. So it, it's, it's wrong. It, again, this is clickbait. All right. It's just clickbait because they're freaking out because over the past year and a half, 58 percent of all new gun owners were minorities. Right. So we're trying to create this narrative. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, uh, frightens the left when the left exercises their uh, constitutional right. You know, it's almost like the ACLU is slowly but surely coming out against all rights. Yeah, it's very strange, right? Isn't it? yeah. It's it, I, yeah. I just I just First don't Amendment get it. Rights used to be their big thing, and now they they're completely silent when when big tech uh, silences fifty percent of America. Oh, so you want to talk about big tech? So we've had some news from the the Supreme Court, and this is from Wall Street Journal opinion uh, from Phil Hamburger and Claire Morell. The First Amendment doesn't protect big tech censorship. 
The companies enjoy the privileges of common carriers without the responsibilities. State anti-discrimination laws are one promising remedy. Florida started this, by the way, with yeah. the discrimination laws. So he basically asked this question, does the Constitution require Americans to accept big tech censorship? The claim is counterintuitive, but the logic is clear. If you submit a letter to this newspaper, the editors have no legal obligation to publish it, and a statute requiring them to do so would be struck down as a violation of the Wall Street Journal's First Amendment rights. Facebook and Twitter, the argument goes, by the same right not to provide a platform to, to views they find objectionable. Big tech censorship has provoked interest in new civil rights statutes. State laws that would bar the companies from viewpoint discrimination on their platforms and services. The First Amendment defense of this private censorship arose in a recent federal district court opinion expressing skepticism about a Florida anti-censorship statute. It will come up again when other states, such as Texas, consider civil rights statutes that focus more tightly on viewpoint discrimination. And we all know the big tech companies are focusing on viewpoint discrimination. But yet they're using the Section 230, the 1996 Mm -hmm. Communication Decency Act, all right? They're hiding behind that. But they are a publisher. They're not a platform anymore. When you decide what you can and cannot post, people can post on your platform, you are a publisher. That's right. It is going to end badly for them eventually. Unfortunately, it's going to take five, six, seven, eight years, okay? If that soon. Uh, yeah, it's going to take a long time because, you know, the richer and bigger they get when they're not spending money flying into to Uranus, uh, they're, they're going to continue sure. to contribute to politicians on both sides. Right. All right. But this is this is big. I'm telling you right now, this this is going to be big eventually because anybody has viewpoints that they don't agree with. They just squelch, you know. They, they they just they just squelch it away and you're not allowed and you know listen I'm permabanned from uh, whatever that was uh, what was that Twitter yeah hate speech I'm, I'm I was permanently banned uh, from from uh, on hate speech which is uh, too hysterical man are you still fighting crime the old-fashioned way now cut crime in half the time with a fast easy money-saving solution introducing the ship baggerator this year's all-new crime deterrence marvel from the makers of Gun For Hire Radio. The Ship Baggerator's compact design makes it quicker and easier to use than jail cells, parole boards, lethal injections, or those costly, outdated electric chairs. Just park your Ship Baggerator in the town square, open the lid, and drop the ship bag in. It's that simple. There's no wrong way to use it. Back and forth, side to side, round and round, ship bags go in and come out as a mound. Super sharp stainless steel blades that never need sharpening do all the work. Slice ship bags so thin, they only have one side. Built strong to last, they slice through even the toughest ship bags. Murderers, rapists, child molesters, no problem. Just set it to high and the ship baggerator's powerful patented motor will handle them three at a time. No muss, no fuss, no bogging down. Just pop the top, drop them in, and watch as the powerful counter-rotating blades pull any size ship bag through at two feet per second. Amazing. Cleanup is a breeze. 
Just rinse with a fire hose or run it through the car wash. There's even a pulse setting for serial offenders. Save up the worst and delight the crowds on the 4th of July. Who needs fireworks when you've got the ship baggerator? And it's portable, so you can take it anywhere. But wait, there's more. For a limited time, we'll send you four additional sets of special stainless steel blades that never need sharpening. So now you can chop, slice, dice, and cube. The ship baggerator and four specialty blades, all for the same low, low price. Unbelievable. So don't wait. Call and get yours today. The ship baggerator is available only at Gun for Hire Radio. Operators are standing by. never pronounced the owner, uh, the CEO of Google's name, uh, Sanjay Gupta, I think his name is, and then there's the booster seat bitch and the dirty hippie. I would love to see them get smacked down. I would love to see them get smacked down. I, re I really, really would. I, do you think it's ever going to happen? With the <clears throat> that they have? Nah. Just... Yeah. Okay, so some housekeeping. Marty's V Burger, martysvburger.com, 20% off with your Gun for Hire uh, ID or Gun for Hire Radio. Uh, also, he's at Freakin' Vegans and uh, Freakin' Fridays in Prospect Park. Uh, New York Tax Defense, if you live anywhere in New York and you want that legal guarantee for $35 a month, mention Gun for Hire and get 10% off your monthly uh, membership fee. If you live in the other 49 states, it's U.S. Law Shield. Mention Gun for Hire in the notes, and you also get 10% off. Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino is available on Amazon and, of course, the Gun for Hire Pro Shop. The Gun for Hire, uh, the Gun Lawyer Podcast by Evan Knappen, exposing the truth about the laws designed to strip you of your freedoms. Remember to support those who support you. The QuarantineCrawl.com page, we have 350 Pro 2A businesses, products, and services. Uh, we'll get to my book later. Uh, Friends of the NRA update. Let's go to Friends of the NRA. So I'm going to be at the Friends of the NRA dinner in Hunterton Hills. Uh, and if anybody's interested in going, please, please, please uh, check it out. Go to FNRA.org. Friends of the NRA, by the way, uh, has raised $1 billion since its inception. And I will be at this dinner banquet and auction. It's September 24th at the Hunterton Hills Playhouse in Hampton, New Jersey. Uh, please, please, please check it out. So my book, Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game. I got a couple here. I'd love to love you to hear uh first one from ken gardella thank you for releasing crime proof the tips you outline throughout the book are invaluable as a father with a daughter that starts college i'm making crime proof a required read for her bravo i want her to understand and start to incorporate condition yellow in everyday life one additional chip for tip for chapter eight campus protection in addition to informing a trusted person where you are i would suggest sharing your location on your iphone or android device with a trusted person such as your dorm roommate there are a number of benefits such as real-time location and location history i believe in privacy remember that enabling location sharing means you're giving up some privacy location sharing can be a turn on or off as need can be turned on or off as needed. Keep up the good work. See you at the range. Ken Gardella. Ken duly noted. I love it. 
Um, Chuck Leonard's wife, Luann, um, who's an instructor here with the NRA instructor courses that we do. And congratulations on the book, and thank you for the signed copies. I just finished reading it. Some comments. Chuck and I do a lot of your suggestions already. Of course you do. You're Black right. blanket in the car, <laughs> right. flashlights, USB data protection. I love it. They're going to get a mag light uh, flashlight for the uh, Porsche Macan. Uh, they're going to put into practice scoping out when you go to a convenience store surrounding areas for a few seconds. They never valet their car. Um and she did write, I do not normally go to, I do normally, I do not normally go to the first stall in the ladies' room. They're usually the ones most used and not as clean. I am sure I will change that habit. Yeah, I know, because I like to have people, uh, in my book, I want women to use the stall closest to the door and the sinks because most of the sexual assaults happen in the booths the furthest yeah, away, the stalls away. furthest away. Um, she goes, love the idea of taking a photo of children in the morning on vacation or not. Memory is short. How perfect to have a photo of the child with the outfit of the day on. We'll pass this on to my friends and family members. She wrote, the secret password idea is also great. you got to read my book if you want to know what that is. I can't give you everything. That's <laughs> true. And now Luann is an artist, graphic artist, and she wrote, as for the physical qualities of your book, love the weight of the stock for the pages. No show through and nice to turn. She wrote, I hope you take these comments in a positive light because they were meant that way. Writing is not a skill I possess, but I wanted you to know I read the book and appreciate the advice you gave. Thank you and see you in the next class. Love you, Luann. Thank you. Dom, Dominic Fitzy, just finish your book, solid stuff, especially for the majority of the population who normally exist in condition white because they're just plain naive. A lot of stuff I knew, but a lot of great bits I picked up and am making my own adjustments on as well. Anyone who reads this and listens to your weekly show and wants to expand their newfound knowledge base should pick up Left of Bang, How the Marine Corps Combat Hunter Program Can Save Your Life. I read that book. It's a good book. Looking forward to the new range opening. I'm going to pick up a gold membership, new gold membership, but since you've been a slacker on getting opened up, I'm going to take silver and donate the difference to Sandy's VHS charity and get that across the finish line of the 5K goal. Keep on keeping on. And Dominic. he did. Thank you. $250 donation, Dominic. Thank you he so did? much. He did? That bastard. <laughs> uh, a lot of people keep making donations because they just want to hear me say their name. <laughs> I, honest, honestly, people are like, I just want to hear you say my name, so uh, I'm making another donation. And we're getting a ton, a ton of donations from people, uh, which I think is really great. Thank you all for doing that. Uh, Jim Howard and uh, Matt Beebe and uh, Rich Ford, these guys just keep yeah. doing it over yep. and yep. over yep. and over again. So, uh, you know, um, the, the movie... Excuse me. The, oh, by the way, crimeproofbook.com, bitches. Order it. Order 10. Order 20. The Audible and the Kindle will be coming out uh, in time for the holidays by hook or by crook. I've just been focusing on getting the new range edition open, Mount Gummore, so I haven't had much time to do the audio uh, with Sandy yet. But it will be coming soon. Stop emailing me and asking me. <laughs> That's All right. right. Yep. The new ranges, uh, Laszlo from Monster Coatings is here uh, this week. 
and he's putting uh, logos on the range floors and he's finishing the concrete and he's putting some kind of hard epoxy surface on it and Edgar's here finishing up all the retail cabinetry and Scott is finishing the cameras and Richie's finishing the POS system and Gary's finishing the cores 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 and cores because he's obsessed with locks and cores I can't even begin to tell you <laughs> all right thank you Gary for taking care of the cores wait till you see what Matt is doing in this place with all the graphics and everything and for all my other staff if I forgot you uh, I'm sorry but they've all been kicking butt to get this edition open gonna have two new ranges we're gonna have two new only two entrances now we're gonna have a new entrance on McBride Avenue right on the corner and a new entrance on Lackawanna Avenue uh, on the other corner the old entrance is going to be closed so it's gonna everybody's gonna come into the new building we are gonna have members only ranges uh, 220 parking spaces pop-up quarantine crawl food and vendors every weekend a large lounge and refreshment area some video games a huge retail area we're also going to implement a members buying club uh etc etc so and then next year hopefully two more ranges maybe some simulated type shooting stuff and a 6500 square foot private cigar lounge so all in all, not a bad day's work. Couldn't do it without the support of everybody out there. So support those who support you. So listen to this. We're talking scams, scams, and scams, right? Here's a nice scam. I got an email scam. Anthony, it's time to renew your TSA pre-check membership to continue breezing through airport security. Did you know the average wait time for people on TSA pre-check is five minutes or less? Your membership expired on 9-3-20. It didn't, by the way. And I don't have pre-check <laughs> anymore. I have uh, the other one, uh, the, uh, yeah. the, the, the yeah, global uh, entry. Right. All right. And uh, so this means you won't enjoy the benefits of TSA pre-check membership for your upcoming travel. Convenient, affordable, friendly, fast, easy to renew. Click your membership, renew your membership today and breeze through the airport security. Renew now. Questions? Call this number. I called the number and it's actually the TSA hotline. Okay. Really? Yes, I clicked the f frequently uh, asked questions yeah. and it, it goes right to the TSA page. Uh, if you'd like to opt out, it has an opt out on it, right? Wow. The Renew Now link, I cr click the Renew Now link, and yeah. it takes you to a phishing page. Really? And it asks for your information. Then the second page asks for your credit card information. Wow. And it's not the real TSA. It has different. I had it checked out. I asked the uh, uh, guy I know here that works for uh, Homeland Security, and it's a big phishing scam that's going on right now wow so when you get an email like this this is great learning uh, look and see when your date your expiration date is see if it matches or not uh, mine didn't match was the first indication and there are, are other ways to do it go right to the TSA pre website and then log into your account and renew it you know uh, get rid of this junk this email when it comes through okay you want to make sure that you junk that email yeah, all right, right. Uh, so, uh, again, I looked at it, I'm like, hmm, this is interesting. It's amazing how it's one scam after another. You know, you send a couple of million of those emails out, you, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to catch somebody. You're going to hook somebody. That's oh, why sure, they call yeah. them, that's why they call them phishing scams, right? So more learning. So Kareem Hayes was in this week and Kareem Hayes is the gentleman who wrote the book, Necessary Evil and mm -hmm. Necessary Evil 2. 
he came in with Jamal Hodges, and Jamal is the uh, cameraman, director, and uh, we're making this short story, Necessary Evil. He brought me a shirt, Necessary Evil, and it says Anthony Calandro, uh, producer. Nice. Yes. Now I need one of those folding chairs and the yeah, cone. Yeah, yeah, and the cone. Yeah. And I, I need the, I need the, the ring the thing like Otto Preminger. I want the, the, the thing. The, yeah, yeah, I want the, like the thing, the, the monocle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. want to wear a monocle like Otto great. Preminger. Yeah. So we're talking, and Kareem had, I told you, he remember he had his wife uh, read the book, and she's like, oh, I'm always in condition white, you're always in yellow, that's why you're always mad at me. Right. right? Which is quite apropos, because we all know what that's like, and right. they discussed it. So now he's with the kids, he talks with his kids. They have a blended family, so there's five kids total, his, hers, and theirs, right? Right. And uh, so he's constantly schooling the kids when they're out, how they walk, how they act. So they were outside dining. And he says to his son, what condition should we be in right now? And he, the kid says orange. The kid's like 12 years old. He's like orange. He goes, orange, why not yellow? He goes, well, we're right out on the street, and there's cars going by, and there's people walking by. So if we were in the restaurant, it'd be yellow. So I, literally, Sandy, I have this discussion with Kareem. I think it was Tuesday at like 1 o'clock we had this discussion. Right. 3 o'clock, I get in my news feed. Armed man robs two different groups of people at Bloomfield restaurants in outdoor dining. Oh, man. Okay. The male approached patrons who were dining on the sidewalk with a brandished a silver handgun and demand that the victims give up their belongings. All right. And he's still on the loose, by the way. And it's interesting that the, the this smart kid who's being raised right said this because, first of all, I don't like to eat outside on the street. Right. Where, yeah. uh, first of all, parking lot or street worries the shit out of me that a car, yeah, somebody is going to yeah. hit the gas instead of the right. brake and drive right through me, and I have no protection. Do okay? It doesn't just happen in Florida. Correct. Now, Tracy and I, when COVID was still pretty hot last year, and it was warm out, I think it was August, we went and ate outdoor dining. A parking lot was set up with dividers and stuff. And while we were eating, two miscreants approached us and asked us for money. Really? While we were eating. And I, I maintained my cool. I had some defensive weapons on me. And then what happened was they just pulled up chairs at an empty table next to us and just sat there. And finally, like the head waiter or manager came out and said, can I help you guys? Uh, yeah, we're just sitting here finishing our beer. They were drinking beers out of bags. Oh, great. And they were just walking by, right? So, of course, my, I can't enjoy myself right now. I'm, I'm like, I'm on, you know what I mean? Like, I'm holding a steak knife in my hand. Yeah, right. And, you know, because I don't know what's going to come next. Is one of them going to pull a gun out of his pocket and rob me right in the parking lot? Right. And there were other couples and a few other groups of people eating there. But since then, I haven't eaten outside again. You know, I wasn't comfortable then, and I, I just can't be comfortable doing that. So that Kareem's son saying condition orange is 100% correct. Uh, a great idea would be don't even <laughs> eat outside. But if you're going to eat outside, unfortunately, if you're the sheepdog, you're going to have to uh, be in condition orange 100%. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty scary. But if you read my book, you'll, you'll pick up on, on a lot of this stuff. And uh, I have more learning I want to discuss. A man left with severe head trauma after dispute over minor car accident in the Bronx. A man is left fighting for his life after he was kicked and punched in a brawl over a minor vehicle accident overnight in the Bronx. 
The 42-year-old victim suffered severe head trauma when he was attacked around 3.40 a.m. Sunday at Carter Avenue and East 176th Street following the fender bender. He was taken to St. Barnabas Hospital and is likely to die. Another victim, a 37-year-old man, was taken to Lincoln Hospital to be treated for lacerations in his face. Police say they arrested two men ages 27 and 29 in a potentially deadly assault at the scene. The beating happened after the driver of a 2013 Honda struck an open door of a 2008 Nissan. So that happens. People open their door and you hit it. Well, here's the deal, and this is in my book, too. Uh, 3.40 in the morning, an accident like that, you never should have gotten out of your car. You should have pulled forward so that you're not blocked in. Don't pull over where there's a car in front of you where you can't turn out. I would have left my vehicle running. I would have made sure the doors were locked. I would have put the car in gear, and I would have cracked the window open a sixteenth of an inch while the person in the passenger seat was calling 911. Right. Okay. Now, this is when you can lie a little bit, especially when you're in New York and an accident response time from the NYPD could be three weeks. Yes, uh, multi-vehicle accident, corner of 126th Street and Lexington Avenue, and with someone injuries. was hurt. Yes, yeah. with Sandy took the words out of my mouth. With injury, someone was hurt because then they will at least send an ambulance over. Now, if that person is road raging and punching your car window and door, get the fuck out of my car, you screwed up my Honda, blah, 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 whatever, pull away. Yeah, right. Pull away and go to safety yeah, right. and deal with the police later. So what happens is this is a routine accident, right? So you get out of the car and somebody goes wild. And now what are you going to do? Now this guy got beat down and punched and kicked in the head and he's in the hospital. I read this article a few days ago. It could have passed away already. Yeah, right. There's no reason to get out of the car until law enforcement gets there. And this is whether you're male or female. You're, you never know how someone's going to act, whether they're going to rage or not. Yeah. So just stay in the car, okay? Just stay in the car. You know, since I need a new knee, I've been walking with the cane because it's good for balance because my knee pops out once in a while i have a heavy hickory cane in my car now all the time so i was reflecting on this so i'm a 60 year old man let's say i was alone in the car i can use the cane as an excuse any of you out there can put a cane in your car just like the mag light because you sprained your ankle at work last week remember Right. So you, you bought a cane. Exactly, yeah. So let's say I cracked my window up an inch and this guy is yelling for me to get outside because I hit his car door. I could hold the cane up and say, I can't walk. Right. I'll wait here till the police come and show the cane. Right. Right. I can get out of the car with that cane. I'm finding more and more at 60 years old. Nobody looks at me twice walking with this cane. I like it. Yeah, right. I do. I like it. I got this heavy-ass cane. Uh, You know, I have a carbon fiber cane. People are bringing me canes as gifts. Gary gave me a gift for my uh, surprise 60th birthday. (laughs) The cane, the handle of the cane is a 1911 grip, and you can change the grip panels. You're kidding. No, I'll show I'll show it to you when you come in. Yeah. So I want to get like Coco Bolo grips or rhinoceros horns, something illegal, you know. Yeah, of course. Uh, Ivory, the bones of my enemy ground down into a grip with epoxy with my name inlaid in gold leaf. (laughs) That sounds good. But but think about this. So this gold fillings in one's tooth. Correct. So now these two guys lose their temper and who knows the circumstances behind it. But now one man may die. 
Another one was injured. And these two other guys are going to go to jail for a very long time. And they're going to be sitting there looking at the prison cell and going, it was over a fender bender. Yeah, right. It was over a fender bender. And we're going to go to go to jail for 7, 10, 20 years or whatever. Our lives are ruined over a smashed car door. Right. So all of you have to you have to visualization and mindset normalcy bias that's Sandy's word normalcy bias out the wazoo it's nothing is routine anymore ladies and gentlemen it is not a routine delivery it is not a routine accident it is not a routine visit here there or anywhere you have to focus visualization and mindset it's three o'clock in the morning when this accident happened I don't know if they're coming home from the club I don't know if they're buying dope I don't know if they're on their way to work or to from work who knows and who cares stay in your car park defensively you know like just like cops park pull up yeah, from the right, accident right. cut your wheels out right okay if that car pulled up alongside of you to block you in back out of it if it looks like it's going to the shitter pull away if your car doesn't drive stay in your car get on the phone 911 been in an accident if you need to draw attention it's 3:40 in the morning put your hand on the horn and lay on the horn while the guy is trying to punch his, your window to get in your car whatever you have to do to survive it will not make you look like less of a man or a woman later if you took these defensive tactics amen you agree uh, yeah, but it's unfortunate that people, I'm sorry for making noise, it's unfortunate that people do not listen this way. You know, they just take a chance, lower your guard. I mean, it's, if you were going into a strange area, a strange neighborhood, what would you do? Right? You would probably mm -hmm. keep an eye on what's going on, maybe even do a little research, yeah. right? Maybe maybe some research. Hey, you know, I'm going to be going to this new area. Maybe I should uh, be careful what I'm doing. You know, I talk about, like, um, pumping gas. If you live in New Jersey, obviously, uh, we don't pump our own gas. We're sissies. We're spoiled. But, you sure. know. You know, in New Jersey, we're the last state that doesn't allow people to pump gas. You right. know, we're spoiled. We get to stay in the vehicle during the entire transaction, right? But, of course, while you're in the car, you've got to be aware of panhandlers approaching you and possibly distracting you. It's the perfect time for an accomplice to run up and grab your wallet or purse from the front seat of the car because you left your passenger side window open and your valuables on the seat. Keep the window up and only lowered enough to pass your payment through. People do not do this all the time. This is not the time to leave your vehicle while it's being filled up. Leaving your keys, children, or valuables in the car. Uh, I always choose for safety reasons to wait until the transaction is complete. Then I park in the lot. Once parked, then I go to the restroom or the convenience store. I am not a fan of restrooms that are located outside of a service station, especially mm. around the back of the building. You oh, know what yeah, I'm talking yeah, about. Absolutely. I prefer the Wawa's and the quick checks where you walk in and the bathrooms are inside. Yeah. yeah. All right. You know, try to pick locations where they're inside, where there are employees and witnesses. You know, witnesses are the enemies of criminals. All right. When traveling in the other 49 states where you have to pump your own gas, I have some safety ideas to take into consideration. Cars have been stolen, <laughs> some with children in them, because yeah. the driver neglected to remove right. the ignition key and locked the door. Right. Some cars have a filler cap on the driver's side and some on the passenger side. Be aware of any blind spot as you pull up to the pump, all right? People leave their keys in the car and get out of the car and walk around to pump the gas. And if you have a minivan or something, you can't see the driver's side. 
Somebody can get right in your car and pull away. When you're getting gas at a gas station, you should be in condition yellow the whole time, all right? Uh, always be aware of whether or not the nozzle is still inserted to your gas tank. If you panic and drive away, you will drag the nozzle and hose off with you. We've seen that. Have you not seen that? I've seen that happen, yes. <laughs> you know, I like to remind you also that one of the most dangerous jobs in the world is convenience store clerk. Yeah. All right? So when I pull up to a convenience store, I sit in my car for 30 seconds or so and scope out the area to make sure there is nothing abnormal. If Is the clerk visible from the window? Are there customers exiting and entering? I look to see if there are any vagrants or panhandlers waiting for customers to fleece. How about the obvious? Some, someone holding the place up at gunpoint. The idea here is to look before you leap and know what you're walking into. When I enter a convenience store, I am fully aware of all my surroundings and hypersensitive to all the other customers I can see. After I pick up what I need, I scope out the counter and register, then proceed to get in line to pay. The entire time, my head is on a swivel, scanning the area. Also, because I don't want Tracy to see that I have Susie Q's or Ho-Ho's or, uh, or Funny Bones in yes, the bag, too, because it's the only bones. time I get stuff like wow, that. All right? <clears throat> don't get caught between the robber and the counter person. Many operators of convenience stores have firearms behind the counter. Remember, depending on your jurisdiction, you may have the right to keep a firearm at your place of business. When taking out your money or your card to pay... You should not pull out a large wad of cash, even if it's singles. To a criminal, this says jackpot. After you pay, gather your items and proceed to walk out, maintaining a good view of the exit. Front of the store and the parking lot, looking all around. Walk to your vehicle with a purpose, unlock the door, enter the car, and lock all the doors when you get in. A convenience store scenario that I always discuss with my students is in an unarmed state like New Jersey is that if I am ever in a store and an armed robber announces themselves, I would keep my head down slightly so as not to make eye contact with the bad guy. This may minimize my chances of being killed. I would also be hypervigilant of the surroundings because there might be more than one perpetrator. If it is a routine robbery <laughs> where you mind your own business and keep your head down, then there is a better chance of survival. I mean, hell, if I had a gun, if I had a gun, if a gun was stuck in my face, I would give up my money. But if the bad guy announces that we are all about to get in the back of the store or he wants us all on the ground, um, then I have a problem, and I'm probably going to resist. You know, you can see that gas stations, convenience stores, and restrooms loaded at, located outside of the actual service station or store have a unique set of hazards to be aware of. Be vigilant in these scenarios and never let your guard down. Same thing if you were in a convenience store. Would you let your kids go to the bathroom without you? Yeah, right. Exactly. Right? you got to walk in with them. So these are the things that are covered in my book, and I love that people um, send me this information, and I love them getting all of this feedback from the book. I cannot believe how many, how many people, Sandy, are, are sending uh, – Back, I read your book. I have my daughter reading your book. I have my niece reading your book before she goes to college. I want more feedback from everybody. Please uh, share the love, share the wealth. Uh, crimeproofbook.com is available at the range and obviously online. And uh, please uh, share it with everybody you know. I'm hoping we can save many, many lives and, and put more and more uh, second-tier people in the clink. Yep. I mean, you've been... Uh... This has been a life's work of yours. This is a a, a, a a body of knowledge for an entire lifetime that you've been collecting and uh, training 
for so many years, and I know that uh, what this means to you. This is this wasn't just a a, a thing. This was a, a a labor of love. You know, uh, New Jersey has six point two billion dollars. They're looking to give it away. They could buy ten thousand copies of my book. Yeah, they could. Or, yeah. Right. Maybe even well one for every citizen. In true New Jersey government fashion, they could just give me the money. Yeah, I don't supply the to. books. Yeah, that's and then half the money I use for political donations back to them. Well, which is what every politician <laughs> does. I mean, <laughs> it's basically, I mean, that's, that's been a scam forever for the politics. The books, <laughs> books that politi politicians write yes. uh, aren't meant to be read or even purchased. Nope. Uh, they are huge. It's when uh, Microsoft buys 500,000 copies of Hillary Clinton's book to give to their employees and the books are never delivered, strangely enough. I mean, Harpo Cuomo wrote a book, How I Killed Your Grandmother. <laughs> exactly. And Penguin <laughs> Random House gave him a $5.2 million right. advance. That's right. It's incredible. Yeah, that was my publisher. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obama, Obama just keeps coming out with books, yeah, and uh, now Prince Harry's coming out with another book. Yeah, uh, yeah they just get two million, four million, eight million dollar advances oh, nonstop. Yeah, it's it, unbelievable. It to the average author. Ay 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 ay. And me, I'm uh, I'm carpet bagging out there selling books. Right, it's amazing. <laughs> Listen, I love you all. Get ready for the soft opening of the range. Wait until you see what we got in store for all of you. Gun for Hire, gunforhire.com. Spread the word, my fellow third-tier peasants and serfs. And we are raising money for homebound veterans and veterans in need of memory care. Uh, go to GoFundMe.com and search for VHS of Ocean County. That's V Victor Hotel Sierra of Ocean County. Um, thank you so much uh, to Rich Ford this week who donated. And Dominic, thank you again so much for donating half of your uh, gold membership to Bastards in, <laughs> in need. Uh, and listen, five bucks, ten bucks, anything you can do uh, would really, really help a lot. It takes about a hundred bucks a day to give these folks care. Um, many of them are Vietnam veterans and uh, really, really need your help. Um, I would like to thank everybody who has participated. And listen, if you've got five bucks or ten bucks, if you don't even have that, please just uh, go ahead and, and tell a friend about it. Uh, would be a great thing and a great help to all of us. Well, the clock on the wall says it all. Looks like you've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for High Radio. Gun for High Radio is a Counterthink Media production. The music business broadcast is managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, author of the Crime Proof book, which you should buy for everyone on your gift list. We love you guys. We will see you next week. To the shining sea